come into this place gathered in his name to worship him. Let's lift our voices. Sister Judy leads us in singing Amazing Grace.
Lord, let us hear what God is saying to us today. Therefore, since Christ suffered in his body, let us arm ourselves with the same what? With the same attitude. Because whosoever suffer in the body is done with sin. You know when you're hurting physically, you don't got time to sin. <laughs> and you don't got time to sin. You don't got time for that foolish habit that you may be wrestling with. When you're in pain, you're suffering in the body, you just keep crying out to God. Now I know it has a deeper theological notion to it, but I just thought of that. And that's not just good for me, but hopefully for someone else. And Second Timothy 3 and 12, it says, In fact, everyone who wants to live godly, who wants to live a godly life in Christ, will be persecuted. They what? They will be persecuted. It's First Thessalonians 3 and 3 that went further to say, so that none, no one would be unsettled by these trials, for you know quite well that we are destined for them. Yea, they that will live godly will experience the challenges that life will throw at us. God hasn't forgotten us. God is well aware of us. He's well aware of where you are. And he'll bring you through. Acts 14 and 22. It says, strengthen the disciples. And do what? And encouraging them to remain true to the faith. There's a lot going on in our country. There's a lot going on in our world. There's a lot of brothers and sisters who are confused. That confusion has affected their faith. Let us encourage them. Call them home to the fellowship. We must go through many. Is that what it says? You must go through how many? Talk back to me. We must go through many hardship so that we can enter into the kingdom. And yes, God, supreme rule, is the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is the supreme rule of God in the life of the believers. So Mark 4 and 17, that since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long, they fall away as soon as they have problems and are persecuted for believing God's word. Brothers and sisters, we need each other to encourage each other, to build up each other. It's the Word of God that reminds us that you are your brother's keeper. You are your sister's keeper. Yes, and God will give you the strength so that you can accomplish that for which He has called you. Amen. People of God, since Christ has suffered in His body, we ourselves also will embrace that attitude. So let's close this afternoon. Let's close by knowing that there are four things that we need to be reminded of. And the first is that we 
are in a warfare. You and I, as the body of Christ, we are in a war. We are not facing something new. How encouraging that is. But it makes you feel as though it's only me. It's only me going through. No, I'm not facing something new. The temptation of our lives are no different from what others are experiencing. But God is faithful. He will not allow us to be tempted more than what we can stand. But with every temptation, He will show you a way by which you can endure. So stand firm and be strong in your faith, remembering that your Christian brothers and sisters all over the world are going through the same kinds of suffering. And yet by God's grace, they're still standing. The third point before we close with the fourth, read with me please, we never have to lose. You and I do not have to lose. This church will not lose. God says I'm building my church, not man, but the God who's created all things. He says I'm building my church and the gates of hell cannot even prevail against it. What you're going through in your personal lives, you don't have to lose. We don't have to lose. We are on the winning side because greater is he that is in us and he that is in the world. It's all right to say it when everything is going right. But it takes that grace to declare that when things are really pressing in on every side. You don't have to lose. Hear what Luke 10 and 19 says. Look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. And you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them, and nothing will injure you. God will bring us through. God is bringing us through. Let God and His Word be true, and every man alive. And He went on to say, I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power. God's power for us who believe. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realm. Now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else. Not only in this world, but also in the world to come. Oh, the word of God speaks for itself. I like preaching the Word, because you can't argue with the Word. The Word is the Word. Amen. Ye are God's little children, and you have overcome them, because greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. Now thanks be unto God, which always, do you see that word? Which what? which always causes who? Causes us to do what? To triumph in Christ. Not in our own strength, but to triumph in Christ. 
and to make manifest the Savior of His knowledge by us in every place. When you and I allow God to shine through us, He is glorified. And that's what Second Corinthians 2 and 14 is reminding us. Now, 1 John 5 and 4, for everyone born of God will overcome the world. For this is the victory that has overcome the world, even your and my faith. And lastly, grace is sufficient to win every battle. You in a battle. We are in a battle. And so we're reminded that we don't, we never have to lose. And to close it out, it's bringing us full circle by reassuring us that the grace of God is that which is sufficient for you and I to win not just this battle, but even the ones to come. It is sufficient for us to win it. Yes. All because of these surprisingly great revelations. Therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I have been given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times, Paul says, three times I pleaded with the Lord to take away from me, but he said, he said that my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, I will boast, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that the power, Christ's power, may rest on me. Amen. And the church says, Amen. God's grace is sufficient for us to win every every battle. Let us lift our voices as we stand and sing. Sister Judy leads us. Hallelujah. Let me say hallelujah to the Lord. Yes, that's giving God the praise. Let us sing.